Hey everybody, welcome to the premiere of season two of This Week at the Box Office. I'm Travis. I'm Steve. And we watched Doctor Doctor Strange. Strange. We both love this film, but you know, it's been a a little bit since we recorded. A little little break off since we we did our uh, Halloween special season one finale with... uh, House on Haunted Hill. What have you been up to, Steve? Which, which we didn't even announce as a finale. Yeah. <laughs> I got you. We didn't. You we know, did we, we make we moves just, on the fly. We just, little inside baseball. We just did the episode and went, ah, let's start season two. Uh, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm having fun. Uh, I found out that my... I have So I have two PS4s. Uh, I have one that I have I have owned for like three years, and then one that I got for Christmas last year. And the one that I got for Christmas last year basically stopped running. And then I found out that the one that I've had for like three years actually won't take discs anymore. Ew. Yeah, I went and bought Star Wars: uh, the the Fallen Order or the 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 the, the latest one. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, got it got it on sale at Target for thirty dollars, normally sixty. Uh, so I got it half off, and uh, my system won't play. So I went and had to return that. Uh, and uh, the wife ordered me uh, this game on Amazon Prime Day called Manhunter, where you are a shark eating people. And uh, that one said it got delivered and it never arrived. So we. T- said okay we'll send you a new one it should be here by this day and then that day rolled around and and it didn't show so my wife contacted them like two days after that and said hey it never showed and they said okay we're going to refund it to you uh and lo and behold today lo and behold manhunter arrived in the mail today uh so i somehow got the uh old playstation that wasn't really running too well running uh and it's currently loading manhunter so hopefully by the time we're done recording this i can go be a shark and eat people that sounds like a blast. Yeah, man, what a journey that you went on for that, though. I mean, I, I, I have than, it for free. <laughs> other than that, I just started playing Rocket League, uh, which I'm enjoying, uh, and uh, Fall Guys as usual. Right on. I've been playing the Fall Guys. Uh, also, been doing a lot of running still, getting really into that, enjoying it. Uh, and uh, I watched quite a few movies just for shits and gigs on our break. Watched both Ghostbusters films. Nothing uh, wrong with that. Watched uh, Back to the Future. It's true, Your Honor. This man has no penis. <laughs> it's just I think he says funny. dick. I yeah, think he, he says, says dick. dick. Because cause, cause, says, cause Dan Aykroyd says dickless over here. Yeah. And then Bill Murray goes, it's true, Your Honor. This man has no dick. I love, I love both of those movies. Uh, yeah, then I watched a couple Sandler flicks on Netflix. Oh. Well, you, you didn't watch Hubie Halloween, did you? Not, a, not again. I not liked, again. Uh, I liked it. Not again. Uh, I watched Big Daddy and Mr. Deeds. Right. So right. I defy you to, to not. I love I love John Turturro in Mr. Deeds. It yes. Is such, yes. It is such a left turn 
from the the roles we we normally uh, get him in. Um, I fucking it's so good. Yeah, and I, I need to look into. To I really I really need to look into. I li- I like I like socks. I like changing <laughs> socks. I really need to find out if it's already been released. But I want to see the Big Lebowski spinoff film. Oh yeah, it's about Jesus, the right? Jesus. Or the Jesus? <laughs> My the bad. Jesus. What is this day of rest bullshit? No one fucks with the Jesus. I don't mean. I don't know how many times I've had to tell you. I don't bowl on Chevis. I'm assuming it's going to be a continue a, a sequel because it can't be a prequel. They don't want to deal with any of his. Uh... No, it's. I don't even think the dude <laughs> is in it. This is just purely about the Jesus. Is it Cohen Brothers? I would as assume far, it has to be as right. As far as I know, yeah. That's Either crazy. Way. Well, yeah. Let's talk about Doctor Strange. It's got Where a Cohen Brothers collaborator in it. Season two, something new. Where we're let's start with the numbers. Let's start with the norm, yes. and then give them the twist, and then give them something else. Let's start with the numbers. What was this movie made for? Sure, I can dive right in. Yeah, it's made for. A, I think this is our biggest budget film yet, and one of the newest ones, 165 million. Travis, challenge round. Challenge round. Oh, <laughs> feels so good. I have this album Chuck on Man, vinyl, Chuck actually. Man, Chuck Mangione, feels so good, 1977. I haven't listened to it, but I saw it for 99 cents at Vintage Stock, and I had to pick it up. It has feel so good. I don't even care what else is on the album. I literally bought Madness's uh, day, I, or I bought, um, yeah, Madness's debut album, or Best Of, because it has Our House and it has One Step Beyond. I, I could give two shits less about the other ten tracks on that CD. I want to listen to One Step Beyond and Our House on a repetitive loop. No, that's what you do. You buy Jimmy's Chicken Shack for, for Do Right. Uh, uh, yeah, that, you get the Commodore's greatest hits for Easy Like Sunday Morning and Brick House, and that's it. That, that's, I'm, right, dude, I'm yeah. right there with you. I'm right there with you. And then And then you buy an album like Kanye West's uh, College Dropout because that enti- that album in its entirety is a fucking banger. And it, yes. is, it is a perfect hit from start to finish. Yeah, I'm a big Kanye apologist. I'm, I'm still on board. I don't... Oh, no, I, don't no. Really I, I, like, I like College Dropout. I like Late Registration. And I like a little bit of his other shit. And then he just went off the deep end. No, no, no. I'm all about College Dropout. That album, that album got me through. I don't know if I've talked about it on here. That album got me through some hard times. I'm talking like that album got me through homelessness. Like that al- stuff. That album reaches to my core. You fucking two words, fuck, dude. Two words can bring me to tears. It's so amazing. Just just because of the memories it brings, and because it's such a powerful song. But either way, either way, either way, Chuck Mangione, uh, 78, no, even though this song did peak in uh, 78, the album itself debuted in December of 77. Yes, it charted in 78. Uh, we, and that's in can... the opening of this film. But before we get into that, let's talk about what the film opened for. I couldn't help it. I had to do my challenge round just right off the bat. I couldn't help it. I loved it. Uh, 
and that's why we're trying to make time for shit like that now and to, to be free to, to have as much fun as possible this while we do this. This episode is going to be just as long as the other ones. There's we'll no s- shortening. There's no, <laughs> if anything, we're extending the amount of time we're going to be doing this show. Uh, yeah, it's right an experiment now, you, of sorts. You say you want to shorten it, and I say it's going to go longer, but let's, let's, so okay. you already said how much it was made for. What was, hit me with the rest of it. It made $85 million on its opening weekend. Pulled in a grand total of two hundred thirty-two million domestically, so recouped its money and then some on that front. But it did very well internationally with four hundred forty-five million. So, it's uh, Marvel. yeah, for a Marvel film, relatively small pull-in, to be honest. When you when you compare it to some of the other ones, but yeah, still ultimately made them, uh, you know, six hundred seventy-seven million. I didn't pull up the old list, but I did a Marvel countdown. Uh, with a buddy of mine on my show, and I want to say Doctor Strange was number two. Like, of uh, all the Marvel movies that were made, this is my second favorite Marvel it's movie. definitely in my top five, for sure. I want to say, say my top three in, in this order went Thor Ragnarok, Doctor Strange, Black Panther. Black Panther is my favorite Marvel movie. Those are three of my favorites, too. Like, the next day, the day after seeing Black Panther, I was, like, I was still in awe and just of everything that that, that, fu- that film had to offer and had to bring. Uh, this movie itself, uh, I saw multiple times in the theaters, as we uh, discussed before the show. We actually saw this uh, together in the theater when I worked for Sinopolis. Hey, that was fun. I miss going to movies with you in, in real life. For real. I meant to screen cap. I meant to screen cap, and I'll mention it. I meant to screen cap it the other day, but like three days ago on Facebook, on uh, my memories, it popped up that you officially moved out of California. Oh uh, yeah, because that's... it it was me posting the first photo that I had of us uh, together, and the last photo of when I came to hang out when you were literally here for your last couple days. Yeah, I was just thinking about that. It was towards the end of October when I came back in 2017. So I've been back here for a while now. Uh, this film was directed by Scott Derrickson. Doesn't mean a whole lot to me. He did the film uh, The Exorcism of Emily Rose and a couple other things in between that. A bit of a, a surprise pick, if you, if you ask me, as far as going to the Marvel Cinematic Universe in such a big-budget flick, but he crushes it. This thing in my trivia I don't have a ton of because this is the 14th MCU movie, but... This project, I guess, has been trying to get developed for quite some time because apparently, even back in 92, this was a go and had Wes Craven attached to direct. Oh, man, I would have loved to have seen a Wes Craven doctor. I do have to say, uh, I I am very excited about Doctor Strange uh, and and the the multiverse, the next one that's coming out. Mm -hmm. You You know who's directing it, right? No, I don't know. Sam Raimi. Oh shit! Oh, shit! I, I want to Spider Man. I don't think it'll ever happen. I don't think it'll ever happen. But I, I want to see Edgar Wright come back to the MCU. Wait. He was, he was a, he was the original director of Ant Man. He oh, has okay. credits. He has writing credits for Ant Man because he wrote the the original script uh, that they altered with what they came with still has elements of Edgar Wright in it. That explains why I like Ant-Man so much. It's got a lot of Edgar Wright humor in it. It absolutely does. Um, But uh, I'm sorry, Dr. Strange. 
Um, so I guess the next question is, do we like it? Did we like it? I love it. I mean, I, I, I guess we're going straight to the end. Well, folks, this is the end of the show. Well, we're, going, <laughs> we're going straight to the did we like it or love it. Uh, no, I love it. I love this movie. I just said I saw it multiple times in the theater. Um, yes, I think we should at least go over the cast. Let's. I mean, you wanted to talk about the cast. Let's. Yeah, that's next on. That's on the list for sure. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch in the star spot. With honestly, I only ever knew him before this from the Sherlock BBC Sherlock things, but I I did quite enjoy those uh, a bit. Were you familiar with him when this movie came out? Yeah, I want to say by the time this came out, I want to say Star Wars Into the Darkness was already had already been released. Or Star Trek. Star I was like, what? Star, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm way crossing brands. Star Trek Into the Darkness, where he plays Khan. I'm pretty sure that that had already come out. Oh, he's the bad guy in that? He, he's Khan. Because that's based off Wrath of Khan. Well, it's based off of Star Trek. Right, but that's because the first one. Con, yeah, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan, which leads into Star Trek III, The Search for Spock. We can go into a whole Star Trek discussion if I'd you like. I'm, not, no. I mean, I'm well versed in the universe. I'm going to be well out of my element just fucking trying to keep my head above water. Well, you should try and watch the series because it's really good. Start with Voyager. That's what I say. Start with Voyager. Captain Janeway. Spectacular captain. Do you like Orange is the New Black? I'm about five episodes into Voyager, so it's about... I don't know if I'll pick it up anymore, but oh, I liked it a so little good. bit. So good. Neelix, Neelix is amazing. All yes. right. So you get... you get So really breaking down the cast, you get you get uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, you have Rachel McAdams, you have... Uh, what's the name of the bad guy? Uh, Mads Michelson. Mads Michelson. the bad guy in Casino Royale. Yeah, he's also in uh, Star Trek uh, Rogue One. Oh, he, yeah, he plays Star uh, Wars. God damn it. So, oh, I just watched that the other I showed that to Westland last night. Fucking that's, the, that's the best fucking Star Wars movie there is. Spoiler alert if I ever do that. My favorite Star Wars movie is fucking Rogue One. That's no surprise. I've outright said that on my show before. I said that to her. I was like, this is just period, just straight up the best Star Wars film they've ever made. And she's like, I think. I have to agree with that. That was great. It was sad, but it was so good. Uh, it's like watching it, the Titanic. You know how it's going to end. Yeah, but you're there. But, you're totally, the totally on board journey, for the ride. The fucking journey just brings you to tears. Um, Benji Bratt, former, former, uh, former friend of the podcast uh, in Demolition Man, Benjamin oh, yes. Bratt makes an appearance in this. And uh, I always enjoyed his work from Miss Congeniality, to be honest. Well, maybe that if we ever work. talk about that, we can talk about that movie. But until then, the, the only thing I'll say is Michael Caine. Okay, yeah. Well, that's what I was going to say. Is like he kicks ass in that movie. That was my introduction to him as well. And just and so then, you know, just so you know, I actually wasn't saying his name in British. I was actually saying my cocaine with a British accent. And when you say it, Michael Caine. Oh. It sounds like Michael Caine. Little, Michael Caine. Little, little secret I learned from one Ian Carmel. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. And it sounds like he's saying Michael Caine. Interesting. He's saying, he's saying Michael Caine. 
That's pretty good. Little little tips and tricks there. Little hints behind the curtain. And then also Tilda Swinton, who's Ooh, been fucking amazing. Yeah, she's worked with everyone. When I was going through her shit. She's been Coen Brothers films. She's been in Wes Anderson films. She's mm-hmm, been in mm-hmm. the Chronicles of Narnia. I want to say the first thing I remember her from is Constantine. She does a Jim Jarmusch film once. Uh, Spike Jones. She's worked with just. I mean, everybody around, seems to want to have put her in their films. Anybody who's like an iconic filmmaker of the last couple decades. Really? <laughs> Spielberg's never had her. Scorsese's never had her. Corporal's never had her. They haven't been that iconic Woody in the last Woody few Allen. decades. <laughs> yeah, this is true. This is true. Um, and that's, I mean, anyone else, uh, I, I'm not going to say his name because uh, I don't know how to say it, but Modor. Oh. Damn, I was hoping you might know how to say it. Nope, nope. I'm not even gonna. I, I understand that I need to educate myself on the further pronunciations uh, and and things like that. Yeah, we all know who I'm talking about. Modor. Um, he's been in a whole bunch of great stuff. Uh, but we American it, Gangster to boot, I think is the oh, one I remember him from. He's an American Gangster. Yeah, I think he. I want to say he plays the younger brother that's really good at baseball. Maybe I was okay. trying to. Trying to figure it out earlier. I, I should have looked all the way into it to to figure out his character's name from that. Well, I can but, tell you. I can tell you saying I absolutely love American Gangster. Yeah, me too. Badass fucking movie, dude. Denzel in his fucking peak. He thrives in those kinds of roles, just being hardcore as shit. Hell yes. Uh, and then oh, he he plays the bad guy in Four Brothers. Did you ever Does watch he that? Really? Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. We we almost talked about that one. Yeah, I'm a big fan of that. I think that's an underrated fucking film. I see I see what you're pointing to. I've lost track of what I was looking for now. We were, but I believe that's probably where I recognize him most is Four Brothers. Victor Sweet is iconic. It's I saw Four Brothers once in the theaters and I never saw it past that. Says his oh. name is Huey Lucas and Denzel is Frank Lucas, so that's definitely his brother. So that makes I was right. Bam. I guess. Shoot, I don't shoot know. these scores. We get an uh, we, we we get the movie. Let's so yes, are we, let's are do we it. Dive, are we diving into the actual film now? Unless you have anything to say, I think we've covered the main this is a small cast for such a big budget. And a film that really has a lot of depth and feels like a giant world but yeah small small very solid cast very solid cast um so we've already i mean we we can i mean i don't know how you want to dive into this uh the first thing that i'd like to mention that it took me i don't even remember seeing it in the theater it took me watching the movie while it was playing while i was at work because i worked at a movie theater so i could just go into the theater and just look at watch the movie while it was playing sure um you so so the film starts showing that that stephen strange is a very successful doctor uh he pulls a bullet out of a dude's head after another doctor has declared him dead but it's a full bullet so it makes it look like he's dead the first thing that i noticed and did you notice avengers tower in the new york city skyline no i I wouldn't be an up of a mcu guy to to even be looking out for something like that. Did you- 
It, it took me, like I said, it took me a couple times. But that one scene, it's only on screen for like, I don't know, five, ten seconds, maybe. Uh, it's just the New York, it's just a New York scene of him, him getting ready for the night. And dead center is is Avengers Tower. It's the tower with the big A. Oh, well, that kicks ass. Yeah, we get a great surgery scene to open up. Shows off a lot of different character traits about Doctor Strange. We get who... the challenge round. I, yes, like before, he's very good at identifying not only the artist who did the song, but the year that it was released and the year that it was charted. Uh, he was, he's shown to just have a ton of depth of knowledge. He's arrogant. He's very somewhat cocky to be doing surgery and then also he's playing this very trivial very... game. I mean, uh, not, not to dive into it, but he, he has dive a into whatever you want. He has a photographic memory. It's how he mm-hmm. got. It's how he got his what? His PhD and his his MD at the same time. And his MD at the same time. And so, I wasn't familiar with Strange before this movie at all. So I I needed a bit of like a hey, who, what kind of guy are we dealing with for so sure to start this I, off? I so I'm not a big comic guy, but I listen to enough movie podcasts with geeks that have read the comics and know everything that I can dive into a little bit of what I know. For prime example, two of the characters that they have uh, at Peng or, or at um, Commerce mm-hmm. are, are actually enemies of Doctor Strange in the series. The first being Modor. Modor, 100%, as far as I know, does end up being... He may start like he does in the comic as an ally, but he, yeah. ends, up being, he ends up being a big, a big, a big... Um, well, spoiler alert, we're still going to be talking about the full movie. I think even at the end of this, we see shades of him uh, oh, 100%, post-credits. going on his own path. And yeah, post, we actually post, literally get to and see that's a post-credit. The part, that's, that's the, there's a mid and a post. The, <clears throat> the other enemy of Doctor Strange that they have in the film that they uh, have is uh, Master Harem. Or, or is that the guy with one arm? With one arm. Or one hand. One hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Arm. Master Hamir. Uh, he is also he is, he is also in the comic book series An Enemy of Doctor Strange. Uh, another great thing, and I don't know if it's the weapon necessarily that Wong is using at the end of the film, but I think it is. Um, every 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 person that he kills with that weapon, it captures the soul. So I want to say it has the soul of every person that he's ever killed in that weapon. And that's just his relic. Yeah, and probably uh, seems like the relics get passed down from person to person, so probably quite a few souls in that as well. And that's the thing. Well, here's the other thing you have to understand is a person doesn't pass the relic to another person. As as Mordor tells tells Strange, Mm -hmm, the relic mm -hmm. the relic chooses you, which which is pretty cool. Which is why he gets the cloak of levitation. Because the cloak chose him, he knew he was a good, a good spirited person. Um, we get a great opening fight scene between uh, Cassilius and um, Tilda Swanton. Swinton, um, the ancient when, one. The ancient one. Thank you, thank you. Um, the effects in this movie, um, the soundtrack to this movie, um, is fucking amazing. Like. I would love to do acid and then watch this movie in a, a big screen theater. I verbatim said that to Wesleyan as I was starting to watch it. I was like, I've always, and I've taken enough. I've never, done, I've never done I it. Have, 
I've never done acid. I want the one drug that I haven't done that I want to do. Um, I want to. I want to drop acid though and watch this fucking movie in the theater because I just. I watched Saban's Power Rangers while on a double dose, and that was insanity. So I can't. This movie would. I would be. It would be All incredible right. to get lost in this shit. Uh, uh, maybe not. I don't even fucking. Well, know. Doctor Strange is this. Uh, is this amazing? Surgeon, high high regard. Top doesn't even fuck with VR because it's not like enough of a challenge. He wants to do innovative, like cutting edge surgeries that people didn't think. You know, healing people who most people would never be able to make walk. Like things that are going to gain him notoriety more than necessarily. Yeah, but he's also smart enough to know when not to do it. Prime example, Pangborn. Yes. Prime example, Pangborn was someone that he could have tried to help. But he knew that he wasn't going to be able to successfully help him, so he turned him away. And he has a perfect record because of that. So one hundred percent. And you get that opening bit of of where they uh, of uh, him on the phone with his assistant. And mm-hmm. it's not. It's one hundred. Okay, so it's funny because you one hundred percent think that the first person they're talking about is Rhodes, is Rhodey, right? You have a, a lieutenant colonel of the Air Force with a fractured spine. Because right before this was Civil War. Oh, and, I'm, well, I'm just like so dismissive of it. It's not. It's, I'm, just like, I'm just letting you know it's not Rhodes. But I oh, 100% okay. first thought, yeah, because it was a fractured spine. It was a, you know, army colonel, whatever. And I, so I 100% You're thought. playing chess. I'm playing checkers watching these movies, brother. I just, I'm, I'm always trying to look five steps ahead. What can I say? Um. So, but he wrecks. He wrecks out driving like a fool on the. Yeah, uh, he's trying to look at pictures. The guy sends him like the diagnostics or X-rays or something. And he's trying to watch that and speed past people in the rain in on the a rain. windy road. Um, fucks himself up. We see just his hands Dude. get. We see his hands get crushed. Um, we get, and this is this is this is all part of the film that I'm not even gonna lie. Like, if I could just skip over this bit in the movie like i just if i watch it by myself i'll fast forward this and this is him pushing rachel away or sorry christine i keep wanting to call rachel mcadams rachel in this film her name is christine um it's basically him try doing the rehab and it it basically shows that he he goes through all of the money that he had trying to find ways to heal himself so he can be a doctor again um and the rehab is killing him we find out about Pangborn. Mm-hmm. yeah he goes to talk to or only because he's such an asshole to his uh physical therapist that the guy's like yeah no he walked and i'm gonna go find his and papers and find- to shut your ass up uh, uh benji brat tells him about um uh comertage so mm-hmm. he goes he goes to the great uh country of nepal he says, um, what's he say there? He says, I got my miracle, and there was more secrets there for me to learn, but I took that, and I could walk, so I came back here just to, to live my life. Well, I think he essentially said, like, there, there was more to learn, but I, mm-hmm. think I think essentially he's not as strong-willed as Strange. So I think he was saying there was more to learn, but I'm not smart enough to go there. He and maybe... Enough, he was strong enough to heal his body to be able to walk again, but I don't think that Pangborn was ever smart enough to to go to the level that Strange goes to, that Wong goes. Very few are. I mean, he goes to an elite level for sure. 
But yeah, I could see that. And also just him being kind of not necessarily super selfish, but just having been resigned to pretty sure he wasn't going to walk and getting that ability again and just thinking like, this is all bigger than me and maybe I'm owed something to help them. But at the same time, I just really wanted to play basketball and live a normal life. So I'm, I'm out. I don't like this is this is cool, but it's not it's not for me. You got you guys keep defending the universe and shit. I'm, and I'm strange, and and- strange, strange essentially does that at one point. Almost does that at one point as well. Once he finds out about the multiverse and all that, he's like, "Well, I'm fucking, I'm out of here. Like this isn't what I signed up for." Yeah, I'm not a either. Superhero. He goes to Nepal. Uh, he gets he gets jumped for his watch, which is the only thing he has left. Of his former life, mm-hmm. he used to have a huge um, watch collection. Huge watch collection, um, and it gets smashed. Uh, but Modoer saves him. Um, and I didn't even write this down because I knew that I'd, I'd remember it to to where Modo takes him, and he goes, uh, "Is this a Comertage? Are you sure that building over there seems a little bit more uh, Comertagey?" And he just. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just him looking at him going, I remember where you were being arrogant and ignorant <laughs> is essentially what he tells him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he brings him in to meet the ancient one and, and Steven's right back at it, uh, assumes that Master Hamir is the ancient one while uh, Tilda Swinton is serving him tea. Right, yeah, and then... Uh... They they all kind of fall away, and it turns out yes, this is the ancient one. This is the one a with woman, a woman that looks like she's in her late late thirties to possibly early forties. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Shaven head makes it very nondescriptive, but yeah, she seems to have a lot of youthful vitality still, uh, but also a little bit definitely shows some experience. Yeah, absolutely. She's got scars on her head, probably because she had open brain surgery or something. Who knows? And the character is really just the ancient one. Do you know? Is it a woman in the comics, too? No idea. Hmm. That's a cool choice to, to go with that either way. Uh, and, yeah, she, show, she shows him, like, the chakra charts. She shows him basically... Yeah. Yes, I've seen those before in gift shops. <laughs> right, yeah. She shows him a variety of different shit. Uh, basically, every different society it, you know the magical medical advances at some point what what they were able to come with and she, you know explains hey all these people were able to see some piece of the puzzle but they aren't capable of seeing the entire thing and that's where we kind of come in you think you see through me well you don't i see through you yeah and she knocks his astral his body his astral his form astral straight out of, out of his body it's his astral form out of his physical form. Yes. Okay. That's yes. Good. More, more better way of saying well, that. That's said it in the movie. I just write down the quotes that you don't understand in my notes. I literally will pause the movie and write down full lines that they say to get it right on the show. I, I'll pause sometimes. Here's another, here's another great part uh, where we get a lot of more, great effects where he's like what did you slip in my tea and she's just like just regular tea with a little bit of honey he's like psilocybin acid (laughs) or lsd she tells him to open his eye um and we get we get 
man, we get him in space with the butterfly and then him flying into the, the forms of him forming him and him looking at his hand and his fingers growing hands and those fingers of the hands growing hands. And, and once again, amazing, probably on a fucking acid trip. Yeah, um, it's gnarly. And then, and then she informs him while all of this is happening that, you know, this is one of many, ver- you know, universes. This is part of a multiverse, which I, I don't necessarily um, believe in as a whole. I love the theory of a multiverse in which, in which where you take one action in a multiverse you know, your form takes the other action, you know, where if you're in a world and you're trying to choose between, you know, Susie Joe and, and Joanne and Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you take, you take Susie Joe in one and then another one, you get Joanne. And in one life you're probably happily married. And then the other one, she's probably beating you. Um, So you're saying that somewhere out there, there's a Steve who's happily married. Gotcha. That is not at all what I'm saying. That is, I'm saying in in uh, in a mold, there's a there is a world in which you and I are arch arch nemesis. Nemesis. Oh, that's Nemesis-y. fun. We Nemesis-y. have podcasts. <laughs> we have we have podcasts where all we do we we both have separate podcasts where instead of working with each other, we're just yelling at each. We're we're making fun of each other. We review the other person's well, well, that's podcast actually, episodes. That would that would actually just be us now, but. No, the idea of a multiverse, we learn of Dramamu. We, uh, we don't really learn of Dramamu. We 100% see Dramamu, though, as he is going through all of these things and goes into this part of the verse, and you might want to put uh, a cloth underneath whatever you just set down because I heard that like your old drink. And uh, I'm just being honest with you. Um, and click the mute too soon. We do, we do see Dramamu. Yeah, I was going to ask you if you saw that because I don't know yeah, if I've noticed that on other viewings of this before. Maybe I haven't. I just wasn't cognizant of it. It was there. And okay, so this will be diving into a little bit of trivia for you. And you might not have known this, but uh, the motion capture for Dramamu was actually done by Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, I figured that out just from looking at IMDb and seeing him listed as both characters. And I was like, oh, that's interesting. That's strange. Yeah, I- I just didn't knew that by just you no know, doing research on the film. Well, uh, you know, I I did I did that too. You know. Yeah, but I did that prior to this podcast. Well, all right, everybody, give Steve a big round of applause, okay? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, blow that head out. Uh, then we get, let's see, they kick him out after that. He he's like finally ready to believe, and she kicks him out. Teach me, no. <laughs> Uh, which I guess is probably a way to test his resolve, or maybe she just truly thought he wasn't worthy or didn't uh, wasn't the right kind of person. I don't well, know. Do you, you do know, like some religions actually do that, right? I've heard Judaism. Uh, they they when you try to convert, they tell you they want to see how dedicated you are, so they'll they deny I learned that from Sex City. They purposely deny you three times. I That's smart. That. I learned that from stand-up comedian Steve Hofsetter, who's a Jewish comedian. Ah, he's. I yeah. think I've. I think I've seen that guy. He's yeah. yeah. If, if you one hundred percent try and convert to Judaism, they deny you three times. True, to to the religion. Um, 
I'm impatient though. So I'd be like, can I be Jewish? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, how about now? And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, how about now? And I'd be like, ah, it's the third time. Like Mustafa and Austin Powers. Oh, oh my God. Oh my God. No, is, technically that would be a new question. <laughs> First question, we, a new line of questions. We should have talked about this at the top. Have you watched the new Borat film? No. Oh, fuck. Let's keep going. It's so uh, good. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Let's keep well, going. All right. Only on Prime. Okay. Hell but yes. You might be able to rent it anywhere else. Uh, we then essentially, uh, they bring him in. Uh, I love the line. Even though it's in the trailer, they take great lines and, and they put them in the trailer where, where Mordor, I'm just going to keep muddling over his name because I'm not exactly sure how to fully pronounce it. Um, sure. uh, gives him uh, a piece of paper and he goes, what is this, my mantra? And he goes, it's your Wi-Fi password. We're not savages. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're in Nepal in the middle of nowhere. It's Yeah, it's pretty unexpected for sure. He thinks that it's not that uh, up-to-date uh, with technology. It seems they, really they, ancient and shit. He then starts learning about spells, and you learn that spells are powers drawn from all of the multiverse. Uh, we get the introduction of one of my favorite characters in the uh, MC in the entire MCU, uh, and that's Wong. Just you know, Wong, like Bono, or Cher, Prince, Eminem, Prince, nothing. Sting, Sting, <laughs> Beyonce. Give me, give me no, no. That's the next scene. The next scene right. is, is give me your best Beyonce. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing, and then in the next scene, and then in the next scene, Wong is actually listening to Beyonce. Yeah, he's listening to single ladies. Come nothing on, nothing wrong with that. Hey, nothing wrong with. I'd rather have it be Halo. I don't like Queen B. I I tell you what, I tell you what, Halo Halo is a is a between you and me and the you know dozens dozens of listeners. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. Halo is a a a. a, a I, I don't know what you. I don't call mind it. that song as much. That's that's my 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 dirty pleasure song, my secret pleasure song, the one that like I won't openly like in oh, public. Guilty open. pleasure, right? Guilt, yeah, yeah guilt's my, it's my. That's one of several guilty pleasure songs for me. I won't tell you the other ones, but Halo, Halo is one of them. Yona uh, Lewis, "Bleeding Love" for sure is one of the years. I know you just felt that shit in the car, tears rolling and what, everything. What song? Bleeding Love by Leona Lewis. It was a she's a one hit wonder. It's never mind. It's it's my I I I, I deflected. I threw it on you because it's my guilty pleasure song that I just oh, sing. Okay. See, I was gonna say if you had said she's like the wind, like Patrick Swayze, like yeah, that's definitely another guilty pleasure song. She's like the wind. He's talented, man. I don't. That's not. You don't even have to feel guilty about that. Uh, oh. Later on, we get Blood Eye performing the spell that he stole earlier at the beginning of the film there's a great line i just want to point out oh sure okay. wong, wong asks him uh are you fluent in sanskrit or he goes oh yeah can you read sanskrit to which he says well i'm fluent in google translate which makes me wonder because google translate have sanskrit i guess they must but that means he's literally and typing out all of that shit or like clicking the symbols to fill out an entire page worth of things 
Um, <laughs> Google and, can and translate. This is, this is the second movie I can think of in my life that has mentioned Sanskrit. Uh, the first one, Indiana Jones film? No, PCU. Oh, I've where he's giving, where he's giving. So Jeremy Piven is giving everybody uh, uh, thesis because it's a long bit. Um, but this guy comes up. He goes, "What's your major?" And he goes, "Sanskrit." He goes, "Sanskrit." You're majoring in a three thousand year old dead language. He goes through things. He goes, "Latin, best I got." <laughs> you should watch That's... PCU if you've never seen PCU. That movie's super fucking funny. I remember listening to you talk about it on the podcast and then googling it. Uh, you probably heard me talking about it on the podcast because I had one of the people that was in the movie on my show. That might be it. Becky I wanted Th- to watch Becky, it. It sounded hilarious. Becky Thayer. She plays Moonbeam. It's bro. It's so good. Let's keep going though. Cause we're trying okay. to hit this cause we're at like 45 minutes right now. So, and we're, oh, we're like oh, 20 yeah. minutes into the movie, but it picks up. Um, we do get the evil ritual. Mm-hmm. Oh, we, we also get the funny line of he makes a joke and he goes, you know, people used to think I was funny to which one of the funniest lines in the film Wong just retorts. Did they used to work for you? Right. Yeah. <laughs> they must they have been of... kissing your ass because you ain't funny, bro. Well, here's a quick question for you, Travis, between you, me and everyone listening. How many jokes did you laugh at from either Jay or Vince that weren't funny that you merely laughed at? Oh, shit, you could even throw uh, Matias in there. Anyone that was our superior at Petco, you, you, you sometimes laughed at jokes that you didn't think were funny, but you laughed at it because they were your superior. Yeah, I'd throw Vince. Vince some love for sure, because uh, he's a good guy, but not, not too often. Jay, Jay was hard. He was just was the worst. I didn't, yeah, well, Jay, didn't laugh Jay, most of his shit. Jay thought, Jay thought he was funny. He was just reading jokes from an app and just going. I mean, he'd just give me like a list of 20 of them. Yeah, two or three of them. I, I couldn't help but snicker a little bit. But yeah. Yeah, either way. Fuck that, dude. We get the evil ritual to where he can now tap into the dark and uh, bend reality like the ancient one does. Yes, he can ma- uh, manipulate matter in the, in the real world, not just in the mirror dimension. That's very important because he does not do good things with it when he bends that matter. Uh, and then she, we get uh, Strange is trying to learn how to. He's obviously he's reading, he's crushing the books, but he's trying to learn how to to make a gateway. He's got a mental block, uh, and he's got a sling ring, but he can't get it to show up. And he's he's convinced that it's his hands that are holding him back. Uh, and then she brings out who I guess is his rival, Master. Master. Haram. Hamir. Hamir. Uh, I, was, I was close. Thought, thought you might help just, me out if I got the first of, couple letters he's out. Just, he's just one of the. He's just one of the nemesis that that Strange faces through the comic times of Doctor Strange. Well, that makes sense. As I mean, with the I ancient know. one, with what happens with her at the end of this, and there's so, such a split and divide amongst this uh, sect, that of course I could see that. Yeah, he ends up with some rivals who are not wanting to follow that path anymore or disagree with the way that he dealt with the situation. But anyway, alas, yeah, she, she realized she tells him silence your ego and your power will rise. You, you to- cannot, you cannot control a river, 
you have to submit to it and learn to control it with its something or another. Yeah, to which he does not does not care for that analogy. So, so that's the stupidest thing he's ever heard. <laughs> so what she does is she takes him to Everest. Yeah, she, she brings him out there. She tells him, uh, you'll die in about 30 minutes, but don't no, worry, you'll probably go into shock in about two. <laughs> she, says, she says an average person can survive for about 30 minutes, but I wouldn't be surprised if you go into shock in about two. Oh, right, because he's so mentally weak, he would just admit defeat. <laughs> well, it's, it's because he's not wearing anything thermal. It's because he's in the natural elements with no protection. Good point, it's, good it's, point. She's talking about the average man, meaning someone that's up there with uh, a beanie like you're wearing, with goggles, with head things, with, with three, four layers. Like, they can survive for 30 minutes, like with the natural elements. But Strange himself, it, who's wearing one layer. Barely that, yeah. You, you have to Freaking think. He's, he's probably not wearing an undershirt. When nope. I like, probably not know, even wearing underwear. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He's probably free balling, um, and so yeah, yeah, yeah. She <laughs> and this has to. She had to have done this before because Modor comes walking up and he's all, "Where is he?" And she's just looking and she'll go, "Give him a minute." And he just, I, they should. I wanted him to be like, "Not again." <laughs> yeah yeah you could kind of feel it from him like bro <laughs> like she for sure has done this to other people that are learning the sling ring and aren't getting it like like the look he gives her is for sure like uh oh uh, everest again like oh let me get like uh <laughs> like, i'm gonna get someone killed <laughs> uh but yeah he makes it back he, he's able to do it he he takes a deep breath he tries his best to clear his mind and just envision their training facility headquarters or whatever they call those places i'm blanking on it right this i called it a sect earlier but that was totally not right the sanctuary sanctuary that's the fucking word and uh, we learned we learn, well we get this great thing um uh where uh, strange gets a shave and a haircut two bits uh we he, he gives goes, himself one that was the thing is the biggest part of that yeah sure a, um his hands are steady enough, or he believes enough in them to, to do a pretty good goatee trim. He gets, uh, he goes to Wong for astral projection. Mm -hmm. Wong, <laughs> and that's where the Beyonce line comes from. Oh, right, right, yeah. Uh, he tells him no, uh, to which Strange then just steals the books. Uh, he opens up little portals in the library and just keeps popping his arm through and, and grabbing books out. To which he, he grabs <laughs> the one that Wong is reading. Yeah. Wait, Wong uh, ratted me out. Uh, we get him studying while sleeping. And yeah, and then, then we get the ancient one bringing him in saying, you know, when you came in here, you questioned, uh, you know, everything that I said. And now you question every lesson we teach you. And he's like, well, you once told me not to believe everything that I was told. Or something like that. And we learn of the mirror dimension where he can practice his spells without affecting the real world. <clears throat> yes. Uh, uh, and then shortly after that, we learn about relics. We do. We do. Uh, we learn, we find, well, we find out about the uh, Eye of Agamotto. I mean, we do get the fight scene where you learn of the, the, the levitation boots of something and the. Uh, and and I, it's all and, stuff that has powerful magic that's 
too powerful for a person to wield, but if they can contain that in an object, they can they can at least wield that object to great effect. Look at you actually writing down or paying attention to what a movie is saying. I'm well, so you know what? It helps when I've seen it a bunch him, of times. Give him a round of applause. Travis actually fucked <laughs> it. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Time. I'm here twice a week. I did not have to correct you at all. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, uh, you get to fight like your life depends on it because one day it might. Yeah, he actually really forces him into conjuring up that chain to, to block his attacks because he's like, bro, I'm just going to come at you and, and you need to just believe. And you need to roll with it. And to not overthink it, just just do it. Uh, and then yeah, I have Agamotto. This is when he he's chewing on the apple and he's he's reading some, uh, doing some things he shouldn't be doing. Probably actually, <coughs> he replaces really the, he replaces the pages of the book that uh, Castilius, uh stole at the beginning of the movie because we didn't really go over that. But you know, people mm-hmm. people that are listening to this probably have seen Doctor Strange. Probably. Um, we get, uh, Modor and Wong coming in, uh, telling him that he doesn't know what he's doing. And they go, well, did you read the warnings? And he goes, I didn't get that far. Yeah. They really should put the warnings before the spells. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and that's when we learn of the other sanctuaries. We learn that there are three other sanctuaries. You have the Hong Kong, the London and the New York sanctuary. Okay, um, Hong Kong. I couldn't think of where that one in Asia was at the end of the movie. Yeah. I, was I, like, I, wrote, I don't think it's Tokyo. I wrote I wrote no, I wrote it down Hong Kong, London, New York. Uh we learn of Jurumamu. They mention the Avengers as well during that. I th- they do. He does. He goes whereas the Avengers uh protect here on earth, we protect the universe from uh the evils of all dimensions. Mm-hmm, the unseen evils. There you go. And uh Bam, that comes into play pretty fast because of the bad guy's attack. Well, that's when that's when Strange is like, well, I'm not, I don't want any part of this. And then the sirens go off and they go to check the London sanctuary and uh, Cassilius uh, blows it up. Uh, they go to... How come every time he come around, my London, London sanctuary be falling down? How come, Steve? Like Lundy, Lundy, Lundy? London, London Bridge. <laughs> I'll edit that out probably. That was okay. I didn't even think that was funny. Oh shit. <laughs> oh shit. Who's that chick? I don't even what? think that's Why did I just go into Mystic the Elliot? <laughs> Who's that chick? <laughs> Bitches, you know, I've been doing this 25 years ago. So what the dealio? Yeah, what the dealio? This is what we want to make sure we have all the time for this kind Hello. of stuff. You can edit this out if you really need to. <laughs> I won't. Um, oh, please do. Uh, uh, I know oh, you're about to talk okay, about what so, I think so I didn't, so, so he gets the cloak of levitation. Um, well, he has a little exchange with the bad guy. Where he's like, oh, who are you? And he's like, or he says something strange he 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 asks him he asks him his name uh and he goes uh strange and he goes mr strange and he goes or no um yeah (laughs) no he he, he, fuck i wish i had written this down i'm not even gonna lie i thought i knew you were gonna cover this bit because of mr doctor because it made me think of of the right yeah yeah um my trivia name that was 
And, oh, I think he goes, he goes, and you are Mr. That's what it is. Casilius goes, and you are Mr. And he goes, doctor. And he goes, he goes Mr. Mr. Doctor. doctor. <laughs> he that's goes, it's strange. <laughs> and then the guy's like, it is kind of a strange name. I've never heard anybody so named Mr. Doctor. <laughs> but anyway, let's fight. Uh, uh, fuck yeah. It's the cloak of levitation. And we get this great line. <clears throat> That I, I I wrote it down here to throw back to the beginning, which because I, I purposely didn't want to talk to it. So once he gets Cassilius captured in the thing, Cassilius basically says that we're all momentary specks. He goes, "What about?" Or Strange goes, "What about all the people that you've killed to get to where you are?" To which Cassilius says, "They're momentary specks, you know, in this universe." Oh, yeah. Which is exactly what Strange says to the Ancient One. In the in the in the the room when he first meets her, we he goes, oh. we're all momentary. He goes, we're all momentary specs. Yeah, they made a good point of making sure that the bad guy has airtight logic in all of his thinking. Like, there's no real flaws in that. Are you siding with Casilius? No, 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 no. But but you can see at least where his strong belief comes from. I don't know. This sounds a lot like you're agreeing with Casilius. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. Uh, I sided with him last night, you know, in, in Rogue One, but not in this. No, 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 no. No, no, no. Uh, Strange gets, uh, he, he starts laughing, he goes, you think this is funny? He goes, no, I think it's funny that you forgot you lost your sling ring. Um, to which uh, Strange gets one of those weird uh diamond weird things oh! yeah he fucking it's and just, he's yeah like, it looks like an icicle but it's not yes yeah, matter folded folded i guess i means. don't know <laughs> and then, and then the dude the dude that uh <clears throat> that looks like the guy that was on leverage i know it's not the guy that was on leverage but it looks like the guy that was on leverage um and the librarians and they have a, a fight, and he goes to attack him, and it's a great bit where the cloak just flies off of Strange and then wraps around the head and bounces him around, and yeah, the sling yeah, yeah. comes off. He goes to Christine, um, <clears throat> and we mm-hmm. get we get another great we get another great fight because uh, the dude uh, astrally projects himself out of his body. The bad guy goes after Strange. Uh, <clears throat> there's this great, another great man. So many great fight scenes. Every Ghost fight. fight. Scene, every fight scene in this movie is awesome, except he didn't have to concentrate to to kick the can. No, no, you're right. He just straight, <laughs> he just straight goes different kind of ghost. Um, and there's, I wrote astral projection fight, uh, and he ends up killing him. And that's the thing is, I don't think that steven realized that killing him in the astral projection form killed him in his physical form no i don't think he did either i'm not sure he would have had her i don't think i i don't think he would have done that i think if he had known that he was going to kill the man i I think i don't think strange would have done it he's definitely not pleased with having had to have done it that's for sure there was no other stopping him and he was going to fuck up the the life-saving operation that was going to keep him alive Sure, absolutely. Uh, he's saved, and he's like, well, I have to go. And Christine's like, where are you going to go? And he goes, well, I have to go through a portal that I conjured 
in the uh, in the janitor's closet. And yeah, she, yeah. She and she's like, "Well, like, if oh, you're gonna okay. if you're gonna lie," and he opens up the door, and there's the the portal that he asked really, you know, that he that he, yeah, yeah. And he steps right through, it disappears, and then we get that something nice falls little... off the shelf, and she <laughs> she screams. It's the mop. Oh, the it's mop the mop. Falls. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't that mind me. Sense. We get uh, the ancient one. Basically saying New York has lost its master. We need someone to defend it. I think it's going to be you, Matt, you know, Master uh, or uh, Master Strange. And he calls to- her out for using dark magic. Well, no, it's you get the great line. He goes, "Doctor, not master, <laughs> not Mister, Doctor Strange." And I took an oath to save lives and not take it. And that is what I have just done. And I am done this is not what i signed up for i did not sign to take lives i signed up to save them and she to which the ancient one goes the only life that you signed up to save was your own oh man she hits him with a lot of heavy truths in this one to which he then he then goes well i saw the pages that he stole and i know that you draw your eternal life from the dark matter yeah for a movie that's really mostly about it's incredible visuals and badass fight scenes it has the dialogue that they put into it is very good very well done and very like has a great like philosophical uh something you know it's 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 a deep film it's a deep film yes it's it's really it's more it it tackles so many it tackles uh internal struggles from the the struggle that that strange on himself is on strange is through a continuous uh, internal struggle of wanting to be the the man that he used to be, while while realizing and coming up on the world that he's living in and the person that he's going to have to be. Yes, exactly, and he's he's onboarding a ton of new information about things going on that he was just couldn't have been aware of before. So it's a lot to to try to take in, and yeah, he uh, definitely a part of him. Is just is like, hey, I can do things again let me just get back to let me get back to my life this is fucking this is this is intense man sure um we then get uh Cassilius, uh about to blow up the new york sancta sanctuary or mm-hmm. to which dr strange thinks he's pretty fucking clever and he throws down a, the mirror dimension around everybody sanctum it's the sanctum not sanctum, sanctum. sanctum. ah okay gotcha uh, and then we find out very quickly that he's actually doomed them because now they they can still die inside of there and he can manipulate all their surroundings. So it's very but difficult did, to get away they, from him. They didn't know at the time that he could he could do that. And then we get uh, one no. a great we get a great moment in the mirror dimension. Mm-hmm. Stanley cameo. Yes, I have that. Uh, I just have which Stan is, written in all caps, which is, which is a very similar. A very similar uh, cameo to him in, in Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. He's yeah, on he's on a he's bus. Also on a bus, except the only difference is he's obviously reading the script to Mallrats. Which is pretty great because Mallrats is the first cameo I'm he not, ever made. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna like lie. I legit like almost started like crying. Like I we I like tears down my face. When I saw that, because the first thing I saw was Mallrats. Mallrats is by far my favorite Kevin Smith movie. Agreed. So, so just seeing that, like, absolutely just, you know, 
I loved it. I thought it was great. Um, yeah, he filmed that and two other cameos for MCU on the same day, apparently. Oh, nice. Um, we get a great showdown with Tilda Swinton. The ancient one shows up. Uh, mm-hmm. <clears throat> what year did Inception come out? Because this is totally like, I feel like that laid the groundwork for some of the very incredible visuals they were able to achieve with this. I think Inception came out before this. Right, right, right. No, yeah, I'm saying whoever, I wonder if the same team worked on it because they both look fucking incredible when they have buildings like rolling. Rolling, and, you. And, <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Um, we get uh, the ancient one getting stabbed with one of those matter things. And well, then- she saves Doctor Strange, is about to get stabbed, and she like pulls apart the platform that they're on into two and then builds a whole fresh platform to have this big fucking badass fight scene. Uh, and then, yeah, then to which they realize, oh, she can do this because she also, she really does draw her power from the dark dimension. Well, Mordo realizes that. Yeah, strange, he's upset. Strange, strange had already known. Um, true, true. She basically gets kicked. Uh, oh, man, does she fucking... There is no, like, bro, she should have been dead on impact. She, well, yeah, barely because she hits the glass awning and kind of definitely slows her roll. Otherwise, she would have been splattered upon the pavement. Oh, and my God. So might have been. But, yeah, they couldn't do that in the MCU film. And then we needed her to kind of cling to life for a bit for uh, Strange. I wrote, down, I wrote down three things that she says, which I think are, are just crucial to, to her final moments. Sure. Okay. I would say the first one's probably, it's not about you. Time is relative. Ah, yes. We don't that... get it. We don't get to choose our time. And look at me stretching one moment into a thousand. Those are my, those are my three points. And it's a very touching, serious moment in this film. Uh, and it's very rarely ever really talked about in the in the in the MCU, uh, it, death, life, you know, mortality, mortality, the fragileness I mean, of, of, course, of it all. Of course, like every villain in every movie dies, but in the MCU, this is the first hero to die. Yeah, and the MCU doesn't do a ton of time necessarily building up any backstory for the villains they just sort of appear so those deaths are like there's nobody they're they're pretty universally cheered yeah they're the bad guy uh but i mean you think about it um like loki had already died in and i want to say uh loki had already died in uh the dark world in the second Mm. film Mm -hmm. it and it, it at that point he had had a face turn but he's still a bad guy, and and he didn't yeah, that was a shock though. And spoiler alert, he didn't die. Um, so this yeah, is the first. This is the first real hero death in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, for sure. Because I think we can definitely say, no matter what, whether or not she drew that power from the dark dimension, she she's full on. She's still a hero, and I think. She had to do that to keep herself alive, to keep training these masters in the proper way that she knew how and to keep them on the right path and to make sure that they didn't wander onto these dangerous spells that can can really rip 
you know, time apart and crazy and, shit. And luckily, luckily, we do get to see Tilda Swinton as the Ancient One again uh, in uh, Avengers Endgame. Endgame, yeah, yeah. I saw that in her credits, and I was like, she must just show up in the battle, I guess, right? No. Do you, have you not seen Endgame? I have, but only once. I, I didn't care for it all that much. What? Infinity War was super lacking, so this is just kind of like, ah, cool. Endgame is awesome. No, she plays the, the ancient one when they go back to get the Infinity Stones. Hulk goes back to get it from Strange, and it's a great scene because she's standing there, and he goes, I'm looking for, for you know Doctor Strange. And she goes, well, you're about five years too early. He's 12 blocks up performing surgery. Ah, she already knows that he's coming. Yeah. Well, oh, maybe yeah. I'll have to revisit that one. You need to revisit both of them. Like, we need to they get really on the They really shoehorn that whole Infinity Stone thing into this film, though. No, they don't. The Eye of Agamemnon has Infinity Stone. Right, but they don't talk about it until the film's over, they don't, pretty much. Bro, they, any, uh, anyone... Bro, did they talk about how how the fucking cube... In Thor is an infinity stone in Thor. If they did, they did it for like a second. They only talk about for a second in Guardians of the Galaxy, the infinity stone and that. You just, anyone that knows where it's going, anyone that knows, and I understand, not everybody is going to know about the infinity stones. Not everyone's going to know about the infinity gauntlet, but that's the whole buildup with post credits. That's the post credit in whatever film it is where Thanos just goes, fine, I'll do it myself. And he grabs the, the gauntlet out of his out of his closet. Like the build up, the build up to it is great in the mere fact that all you need to do is touch base that it's an infinity stone because they knew that the build up to infinity wars where all of the stones are collected. It doesn't matter where it came from. It doesn't matter that it's a stone. It's through all of the films, through all of time. They do. Don't give me this eye roll. Like I'm just saying, you're like you're acting like the simplicity of it is. It's this most beautiful aspect. And it's like, yo, they just barely tied these films together so they can make another shit Avengers film. They haven't had a good one since the first one. Ultron was okay, but... Mm. Bro. Endgame. The individual films of the franchise are much better. Infinity Wars and Endgame are amazing. Agree to disagree. Oh my god, you're fucking crazy. That huge fucking budget and they have a disgusting battle scene on an ugly, very poorly looked like, poorly animated planet. I mean, the fight scene in Star Wars Episode 1, Phantom Menace, is, is more satisfying than... In that battle that plays out on that desolate planet, dude, it doesn't even matter about about the 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 des- I mean, for okay, first of all, I would like it to look all, visually talking, cooler. First of all, first of all, you are literally comparing one of the greatest lightsaber battles in history, only to be compared to Yoda versus Count Dooku in Episode Three. Well, I wasn't talking about Obi Wan and Qui Gon versus Darth Maul. I was talking about the the scene that's going on outside with the clone with the robots and uh, what? Jar Jar Binks's people are fighting him, and they got those giant blue balls, and they're all throwing. Oh, they got the giant ridiculous. Get out of here. Anyway, get out of here. You're wrong. You're wrong, wrong, wrong. But yeah, we get a beautiful 
tearful wrong, goodbye wrong, from the wrong, ancient wrong, one. Wrong. She informs You're him wrong. that is, <laughs> I'm wrong. You're uh, wrong. The fear of failure has actually held him back from being as great as he could have been. He he thinks that's what's made him great his whole career. Uh, and that's she's like, no, no, you, you need who, to embrace I failure. I've stopped real quick. Do you know who I was just quoting? I here. Let me write you a prescription for a pair of testicles. Oh, Doctor Cox. I was like, I know I've heard that wrong song. <laughs> I need. Oh shit! I need to watch that episode. No, nope, no, nope, we're going tonight. right back on track because we're gonna we're we're going for that's an it. hour. That's and all I had to say. I know. Um, we then get them in um, Hong Kong. Wong standing his ground. Trying his best with his uh, wand in Hong Kong. Wong with his wand in Hong Kong. Uh, and the battle is on. Final and, boss. And we get we get Strange and Modo showing up. And he goes, remember the day that you said that it, we have to fight for our lives. Today is that day. The bill comes. By the, by the time... By the by, the time they get there, the sanctum has already fallen. Mm-hmm. Shit, half the city's going down. <laughs> it's getting uh, gnarly. Strange uh, hits his power with the eye of Agamotto and Sick. starts starts reversing time, bro. It's so the backwards time reversed fighting once again. Another great fucking. I love it so much. Super cool. That lady, the bad lady that gets sucked backwards into a, like into a fish, fish tank. tank. That was crazy. And then the lady that gets sucked into the building that she's like, ah, this glass is stopping me. <laughs> yeah. Ultimately, Kaecilius also gets bricked into a wall, but only yeah. temporarily. Um, uh, it's another great fight. Um, but the spell is broken. He's knocked to the ground. Strange is knocked to the ground and it, Everything freezes, and then Cassilius says something about beyond time. I forget, yeah, what, yeah, I forget yeah. what he says, but it, it, it somehow goes to Strange. He's like, oh, beyond time. And he goes and he sees Dramamu. He's, yeah, he's going to go try to bargain with him. He's facing off against himself, I guess. Dramamu, I've come to bargain. And he gets just fucking trashed. <laughs> immediately so many times if i could if i could get a hold of benedict cumberbatch and ask him one question about this movie it would be how many times do you think strange was killed before dramamu finally broke a lot I would because we only see like what 15 to 20 times of different him getting obliterated yeah, something like that probably failed and and we sometimes he's able to deflect the shots and then sometimes spikes just come up from the ground and impale him. There's a variety of speeds to the death as well. We get a lot of different inflections. We get Dramamu, Dramamu, Dramamu. We get we get multiple variations of Dramamu from Strange. He just keeps coming out. Bloop. Every time he dies, he just floats right over the top again. It's like a video game. He's just respawning like a noob who doesn't understand a level. He just keeps diving into a hole, respawning and doing it again. Um, and Jumamu eventually snaps and he goes, I do no, this has to end. He goes, no, I've come to bargain. Right. He's like, release me. Cause you he, take uh, your zealots from my earth and you never come back again. Right. And then he goes back down to earth and, uh, 
guys don't really understand quite what's happened. They think they've still got this in the bag. And then he, he like looks down at his hand. He's like, what the? It's, I think, I think strange says it's everything you've ever wanted to become one with uh, everything or something. He says something to that. Yeah. He wanted to live forever. He wanted to exist outside of time in this special place, but he didn't realize that he would be literally absorbed <laughs> into it, into it. Uh, the you one, know, and then he gets another uh, warning. Should really come after the the spell or before the spell. <laughs> no, no, he he no, he goes, he goes. You know, you really should have read the whole thing because the warnings, the warnings come after the spell. To which Wong thinks that is the funniest thing. Yeah. <laughs> ever. It's pretty great. Uh, uh, until Moto is a big downer about the whole fucking thing. Like you shouldn't have done that. He goes, we've you know, we've tempered we, we've tempered with the natural time. I will follow this path no longer. The fuck, bro? We saved everyone. Yeah, but but shit. it's the mere, it's the mere fact that everything that he was taught and everything it's it's like. It's the best the best way I can compare it is is, you know, your father raises you to be a person to all the animals of the world and mm -hmm. that, you know, uh, he's teaching you all of these things. And then you find out your dad's Hitler. Uh, yeah, I thought you were going to say he's been like slaughtering cows out back secretly the whole time or some shit. But yeah, that. <laughs> he's definitely he's at a loss he's finding himself spinning he dedicated his whole shit to this he'd done a lot of things he never thought he would do i mean he explains that to strange when when strange is trying to back out he's like you have no idea the things that i've done to, to the slaughter to... for the slaughter probably would have been a better analogy uh that's what but yeah anyway uh we see the ayamoto return after that and then they start they that's when he mentions that's when he mentions it's an infinity stone which he is the first time i ever even heard about an infinity stone in my experience and i watched the majority of the did the guardians of the galaxy so. did guardians of the galaxy come out before this because they for sure mention infinity stones and in guardians of the galaxy dude i think it might have you do realize you do realize that came out the summer before this one and i just missed it so it's the first time I noticed it, I should say. So, so let me just tell you that the first, the first Infinity Stone is introduced in, I want to say, the second Marvel movie that was released. Uh, Iron Man. No, the first Iron Man is the first the Marvel. Incredible movie. Hulk is the first one. The first movie that actually starts off the Marvel Cinematic Universe is Iron Man. I mean, it's part of it technically. They don't. They don't acknowledge incredible. It's a different actor. You just. Oh my. It's God. acknowledged, bro. It's acknowledged, bro. It's acknowledged. It actually is acknowledged because they do acknowledge Incredible Hulk and uh, Iron Man three. Either way, you fucking asshole. Um, <laughs> either Takes way. Takes one to know on Steve. Thor. Thor. I am a dick. I am uh, not an asshole. Sometimes I, dicks fuck assholes. That's right. <laughs> dicks um, fuck pussies. Thor, Thor has an Infinity Stone in it, and Captain America, the first Avenger, for sure, has an Infinity Stone in it, where I'm pretty sure they talk about it as an Infinity Stone. If not, 
uh, they are definitely Infinity Stones, and they for sure talk mention Infinity Stones in Guardians of the Galaxy. I don't think that you were actually paying enough attention or caring enough about the films to actually pay attention to what they were talking about. I really took them all at face value because I mostly just thought they were popcorn fun. So I definitely didn't do any pre-research, and I wasn't like following. Well, you don't need to coming out. You just need to look at it knowing that this is part of a series that's going to turn into a bigger picture. Anyone that, you're an idiot. Yep. Yep. This a is professional yeah, this idiot, is, Steven. This is this is why we're doing Whedon and we're not doing Marvel for your birthday. Yes. <laughs> we're taking we're going from a company that knows how to properly make movies to create a storyline and take the time to do it in 10 years and not a company that can take a, a series that's great for TV, but then in movies, they try and do what a company did in 10 in like three. They jumped the gun in a few different aspects, but they've still mostly put out quality products in my mind. Uh, and I think they're only going to get better as the multiverse c- comes out further and further. Right, You'll just, see. Give, just, give me, just give me Keaton as old Batman in Flash. That's all I, that's all I want. Just give me Keaton. Flashpoint or whatever. Uh, just give me Keaton as old Batman. So that's so we get our mid credit scene. Our mid credit scene sets up for Thor Ragnarok, which is a real throwaway scene in Thor Ragnarok. But yeah, it's definitely it's technically in there. It does, bro. It it it's just a setup, like to 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 know that Loki and and Thor are in New. York. Like, come on, you. It's you, it's a cool. It's just not I, like whoa. Look at the depth of the story plots. It's like no, no, it no, doesn't. No. It doesn't. It's just letting you know that Doctor Strange is going to appear in Thor three, which he does. That's very so much Thor Ragnarok. I might like. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, man. But I like Taika a lot. It's my third favorite one. Uh, and then we get our post credit scene uh, with Mordor and Pangborn, where uh, Mordor says that purpose has a power. And that he has seen the world for what it is. Too many sorcerers. And he sucks the freaking juice out of them, basically. Sucks whatever. the cheat yeah. out of Pankboard, making him a cripple again. It's nuts, man. Has that come back in any way? No. I'm sure, I hope he comes back in, in the, the new next Doctor one. Strange, probably, I guess. Yeah, because that, that was one of the more exciting end scenes for me. More unexpected, for sure. Uh, he's definitely really gone out this on his is, own this, in a this is direction. This is definitely one of the few films where Marvel has done the mid and the the mid and the post proper, where they set you up with a little a little something good, a little something silly, to something serious. Uh, prime example: uh, I just watched Ant Man and the Wasp today, to which the mid credit scene of Ant Man and the Wasp. Uh, and I'm not going to go into this plot hole uh, because this is the only plot hole I really have with Marvel um, and that deals with Ant-Man and the Wasp compared to Infinity Wars because the mid credit scene is is all three, Michael Douglas, uh, the Hope, and her mom getting snapped while Scott's in the, the quantum realm. That's the mid credit scene. And then the post credit scene is a fucking ant playing drums and I'm just like, that's fun. Like, should have been the fun shit first, and then leave us at the like very I, end. Like, I understand that the, that's supposed to be the world snapped, you know, post. But it's it's like, 
there there are other movies where they gave us the serious scene first and then gave us a silly one afterwards. I can't think of them, but there, multiple movies have done it. All right, but what would you... Uh... Five out of five. Uh, yeah, absolutely... so this worked? Oh, fuck yeah. I saw this movie multiple times in the theaters. Uh, I absolutely... It's my second favorite Marvel movie. How am I not going to give this movie five out of five? The The cast is amazing. The script is solid. The fight scenes are perfect. Uh, great, great visual effects. Great soundtrack. Uh, just the, just, I, I was always looking forward to just listening to the soundtrack of the credits as they played when I was playing in the theater because the soundtrack is just amazing. No, I love this movie. Everything about it. Five out of five. What about you? I agree. I'm on the same page there. Five out of five. Great movie. Funny, smart, visually stunning. Uh, only stayed at number one for two weeks, surprisingly, but it managed to knock Medea's Halloween out, out of his place. So uh, I'm pretty happy about and that. What, and what knocked uh, Strange off of its uh, throne? Uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, which is a film I love. So that made me feel happy. The end of this year is pretty it's great. It goes from that to Moana and then Rogue One. Film. But on that note, I uh, I will say fuck J.K. Rawlings. Um, mm-hmm. What's your? She's been what's unpopular your, lately. Fuck J.K. Rawlings. What's your score on the film, Travis? Five out of five, man. Five hey, out of five. Perfect. Five I out fucking of five. love this, and it's I just under two hours, and it feels like a nice hour and a half the way it flies by it's so much fun i didn't even need to write the score down i already knew it was, i knew it was five out of five before i even started it worthy of number one then obviously right i yeah i think we, that goes without saying two. yeah yeah uh, yeah where can we find you steve uh you can find me on twitter at tlpyw you can find me on instagram at the last podcast you'd want uh, i have my weekly release of uh um, you know, my, my weekly release, uh, every Thursday, uh, this is the first week of November. So mm-hmm. I want to say I'm going to be releasing episode 100 and I've already said who that is, um, before. Uh, so if you haven't heard it, go back to episodes and figure it out. Cause I'm not going to say it now. Uh, <laughs> releasing okay. One, uh, releasing episode 100. Uh, I'm super, super happy uh, that I've made it this far uh, with my show. Uh, and I'm super excited because we're, we're doing two a week. So we're going to be, you know, approaching there, you know, faster, you know, sooner than later. Yeah, shit. We're well past the quarter century mark now. And here we are starting season two uh, with our holiday films. And it'll be Oscar season basically through this as well. So this is going to be some fucking great movies we get to talk about for the next couple months. Very exciting stuff. Uh, congratulations to you on that. It is quite the grind doing it all by yourself and booking the caliber of guests that you've managed to do. That is, that's quite a feat. So big ups to you, man. Thank uh, you. And if, I, I, I'm just going to give a little teaser to the fans sure. uh, just so, so they know uh, my birthday is the second week of November since we are now officially in November. Your th- birthday is the third week of November. So Travis and I have both decided uh, that instead of uh, us picking one each for the week, uh, for my birthday week, I picked both of the movies. For Travis's birthday week, he picked both of the movies. Um, I'm very excited for one of those weeks and the other one, <laughs> maybe not so much. Yeah, it might be a tor- My birthday might actually be torture for Steve, but he'll be coming. Be. It really <laughs> might be, but I'll be coming to the party anyways. 
Uh, I'll be telling you right now, one of those movies I will be watching for the first time. Uh, with that being said, Travis, take us home. Yes, sir. If you're on Twitter, you can find us at Twapo, T-W-A-T-B-O. Twapo! If you're on Instagram, go ahead and follow us at This Week at the Box Office. And if you have any comments, questions, or concerns, shove them up your butt. Just <laughs> or send us an email at thisweekattheboxoffice at gmail.com. For now, feel free to rate, follow, subscribe, rate five stars, do all the fun things, and stay tuned for Friday's episode coming at you in just a couple days. But for now, my friends, it's time to fade to black and roll the credits because the box office is closed.